Zach Talk Radio, Zach Talk Radio, it's that sports edition. So coming to you live from the Chicagoland area, you know what I'm saying? We got that uh, Zach Talk Radio. The Bulls finally, finally, finally fire Fred Hoiberg. I don't want to be that person that advocates for somebody to fire, to lose their job. But, you know, if, if you ain't flipping burgers right at McDonald's and the burgers is pink when you, you know, or, you know, whatever the analogy is. If you ain't doing your job, you know, you, you got to get up out of here. You got to get a new system in place. The Bulls fired Fred Hoiberg today, which really made me happy in terms of a fan because when you see a team struggle to play defense or play no defense, you don't have a shot in whatever sporting event you're doing. Whatever game or whatever sport you're doing, if you cannot defend the gold, then you're not you're not going to be good and your team is not going to last long. And the Bulls, for the Bulls to be um, in NBA history, one of the flagship uh, you know, teams in the in the league is 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 ridiculous that they have kept the general manager and president as long as they have. I don't think in any sport, baseball, football, basketball, soccer, whatever major sport in the United States, I don't think they've kept a GM that long that hasn't had any or little production, okay? You know, the Bulls haven't made the final since MJ was here, all right? The Bulls made the Easter Conference Championship, what, one time? You know what I mean? And, you know, not to say Fred Hoiberg was the, the complete problem, because I don't believe that. I believe that John Paxson and Gar Foreman, um, if it wasn't for them drafting good players, sometimes, you know, not even having the right draft pick or the proper draft pick to draft the player. But, you know, if it wasn't for them scouting and being able to do their job, you know, they, they probably shouldn't still be there. You know, and and it may sound contradictory. You know what I mean? They did draft Derrick Rose, but he was a consensus number one pick. And that pick fell into our lap via the draft lottery. But they did draft the Joakim Noah. They did draft the Jimmy Butler. They did draft the Kurt Heinrich. You know, they, they drafted um, players that was very good. Lou Aldane, you know, Andres Nocioni, you know, Taj Gibson. They drafted players you know, that that was pretty, that had a pretty high ceiling in those roles, you know, but I want to see better. I want to see better as a Bulls fan. You know, this is my sports segment. And so, you know, I'm going to touch on everything from the Bulls to the Cubs to the Bears because I, I, I love my Cubs. I love my Bears. I love my Bulls. You know, two out of those three is um, keeping me pretty happy right now. But um, I want to see more from the Bulls. Um, I feel like they got some players on that roster that needs to um, needs to to kind of they're not fit for the roster. You know, i.e., you know, Cameron Payne. You know, he's he's not a good point guard. I don't know what they really see in him, but he's not what the Bulls need. You know what I mean? And you know, the the quicker they understand that, the better off they'll be. <laughs> um, you know, I, I can't play a lick of basketball, but I can understand what they need and don't need. Um, you know, Bobby Portis is a good player. You know, they have some good pieces, you know, um on this roster, 
You know, Shaq Harrison is one that they just picked up. You know, they have some good pieces, but I want to see I want to see them get better. And I want to see them get better with this with this with this roster. Um, so I'm happy that Fred Hoiberg um, was relieved of his, of his duties because I guess they saying because he had a heart transplant, he he's not as passionate or vocal. You, you know, you can't coach sports without being vocal. You know, I don't know what what organization or what sport that you can coach and be a part of where you know you got to rip it to the the players you gotta you gotta you gotta get the respect of the players as well as the referees you know and and so many so many games that I've watched this season Fred Hoiberg was out coached and when you're out coached in the league of of elite superstars and coaches you're not going to last that long so he's probably going to go back to the college ranks and you know, hopefully University of Illinois don't hire him because I, I do like University of Illinois uh, athletics. I'm probably a homer for everything but the Chicago White Sox. So if you're a Chicago White Sox fan, you're probably going to stop listening. But I love y'all too, but I just don't agree with the White Sox. I don't. And the reason why I don't agree with the White Sox is because they have the same ownership as the Chicago Bulls. And you know, they tend to be more loyalists, which is cool. You know, you loyal to your presidents and GMs, but it's not good enough. They're not bringing you sustained success. You know what I'm saying? Perennial playoffs. You know what I mean? And when, when they don't bring you that and you got a hope and a prayer just to get your team good. You know, I just I feel like that that leadership, it needs to be better. Um, I like, you know, what I'm seeing, you know, with the Bears. The Bears have went from, you know, a losing organization for many years uh, after the Lovey Smith era to now being one of the most exciting teams to see in the NFL. And that's due because of Ryan Pace. That's due because of uh, George Hallis and his family finally realizing, you know, the NFL is more offensive than it is defensive, you know, but... I think that the Bears were able to strike gold in sense of having a great defense or a pretty good defense and, you know, an up-and-coming offense, you know, and that's what you need no matter what sport you're playing. Yeah, the NBA is, is you know, shooting threes and everybody is shooting threes and everybody want to be Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. You know, everybody want to chase after that motto. But at the end of the day, um, as I heard uh, a reporter, Vincent Goodwill, for the, I think it's the Sun-Times or whoever, um, you know, the top four teams that's left in the finals and in the playoffs in the NBA, they play defense. The top teams in the NFL that's in the wild card and in the playoffs, they play defense. There's no sport that you're going to get away from defense. And I've always been told offense win games, defense win championships. And so, you know, the Cubs won you know, uh, back in 2016 from their defense. You know, they, they had a pretty good offensive staff, but pitching and defense wins over anything, you know, in baseball. You know, and defense win championships in football. You got you to be able to stop the, the other team from scoring. And so, um, you know, what the Bears did, you know, even though we lost to the Giants yesterday, a 3-18, wasn't supposed to lose to them, but, you know, we're still a first-year head coach team. You know, we don't have a system that's been ran for years and years. So as more and more as the Bears start to develop that winning attitude, right, that that championship attitude that the Patriots have, 
you know, that the Pittsburgh Steelers have, you know, that the Seattle Seahawks have, even the New Orleans Saints, um, these these teams that's won recent championships in the last 10, 12 years, um, they have that, you know, and, and I want you know, to continue to see the Bears play and make these three and eight teams really battle to make these teams that they supposed to beat want to see them battle, you know, and it shouldn't be given to the Bears. Maybe in two years, I'll be mad if we lose to the Giants. But right now, I wasn't mad at that game. It was a very entertaining game. We lost it with our starting quarterback on the bench, you know, resting and, and healing up for the, the next game. And, and so, you know, no excuses. You know, our running game has to get better. You know, we don't have any maulers on our front offensive line. We have to get better at creating holes and blocks for our running back. You know, we got a really good running back system with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, even uh, Mazzelle, you know, who is the third string running back. Um, he comes in and gives you a burst of energy. Benny Cunningham gives you, you know, great energy when he's out there. And so, you know, we have a good team in a good format but our offensive line got to get better um so that's what i'll say about the bears you know um hoping that uh not hoping because i think it's going to be a great matchup on sunday night against those los angeles rams in chicago in that 20 degree weather so um i'm i'm looking for us to bear down come down there and and really you know punch the rams in the mouth and really just show the the rest of the league that you know offense win games but defense will ultimately decide the game and decide the uh, next champion in this year's uh football league so you know, covering all sports, you know, I do a lot of thinking. I, I love sports. Um, nothing makes me happier besides uh, pancakes and sex. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, besides that, um, you know, the Bears are, are, you know, are my team. The Bulls, the Cubs, you know, we on the offseason right now. You know, this week is a very important week for us in terms of winter meetings. Um, if, you, if you don't know about winter meetings, um, it's just the offseason for baseball. But, you know, the offseason started, you know, um, about a month or two ago. But right now, winter meetings is where a lot of the trades get done. A lot of the free agents um, are signed and a lot of the things happen. A lot of the wheeling and dealing, as they say, within the front offices of the, the 30 Major League Baseball teams. Um, and I'm just excited to see what the Cubs can do. Um, I very I love the Cubs because of what they did after losing a hundred plus games, a uh, hundred years in a row. They went out and got the best. They went out and got Theo Epstein and, and Jed Hoyer and Jason McLeod. Those three people are the reason why. If you're not a Cubs fan, but you've been seeing them in the playoffs and you've seen them one in 2016 and you, you know, you just a, a watcher or, you you know, some of you could be bandwagoners. You like them when they win um, that those three people are the reason why the Cubs are one of the best considered one of the best teams in baseball um, right now is because, you know, they they built the formula, you know, called the Cub way in the Cub way goes from the, the major league team all the way down to their minor league teams. And it established a standard of the way that they should be playing baseball. And so sometimes you got to break a thing down to build it back up. You know, but before you break it down, and this is something that I just, you know, learned in class today, is just understanding the culture. You know, if you're a manager or a CEO and you're going to take over, 
or even a head coach and you're taking over a group that you don't you know have much knowledge about you got to understand the culture and the way of things and how it work and don't be so quick to offend people as you're making changes you know understanding why they put that process in place and so that you can you know maybe not tear it down but just you know put your tools infused in there to kind of upgrade it and make it a better process um, for everybody going forward. I don't know how I got into that whole class. That means I'm, I guess I'm learning. <laughs> but um, that's what I seen the Cubs do, you know, and they kept a lot of t- players. Um, Javi Baez was one of the players that they kept, you know, and he was drafted by the previous administration. And, you know, he's right now one of the best players in baseball because they, you know, identified the the good and the bad within the organization and they changed it. And they were able to get success from it. And still to this day, you know, um, we didn't make the playoffs this year. And it was heartbreaking um, because, you know, we had been one of the best teams all year. But I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad that it happened because sometimes you can get too high upon yourself or your system or your way of doing things. And other teams will show you, you know, you can have a comfortable lead, but they'll show you if they if you don't keep fighting and you don't keep your foot on that gas pedal, you know, other teams are going to come and sneak up on you and they're going to pass you by. And so I'm glad that my Cubs got that wake up call this season um, because we went through a lot of adversity, you know, signing players that, you know, wasn't as healthy throughout the season as we needed them to be down the stretch. And so. Um, I believe in in what Theo and Jed and and Jason is going to do, whether it's the draft or free agency or, you know, uh, getting players from other teams via trade or or other ways. And so, you know, I'm just a Chicagoan until Chicago ends. You know, I'm a I'm a I don't again, I don't associate with the White Sox, but I see them making moves over there and I want to see them get better as a team. Maybe we'll have a crosstown championship between the White Sox and the Cubs. And, you know, my loyalty going to lie is with the Cubs all day. But I do want to pull for all the teams. The Blackhawks is good, um, but they're not having a good season right now. You know, they just, you know, let go of their coach, um, who won them, I believe, three to four titles within a 10-year span. And so I never understood why, you know, Fred Hoiberg had a, a job after four years of unsuccessful seasons. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just never really understood. I've never really understood that, you know, uh, but they fired a head coach with three championships, uh, <laughs> four championships, not the same organization. But, you know, it's it, you know, if I got Fred Hoiberg and I'm John Paxton, and I'm like, man, you know, they just let let go. The Blackhawks let go. Joe Quinville, you know, who's one of the winning winningest head coaches in National Hockey League and, you know, brought the the Blackhawks, you know, several uh, several championships. Um, but they, you know, they had the, the gusto to let him go after the team wasn't performing. And they hired a 30-year-old head coach. Uh, he's 30-something, 35, 36. Um, and so the changing of the guard is sometimes necessary in order to get different results. So, you know, I'm not going to keep blabbering, um, but it's a good blabber because I like to um, to kind of just voice my opinion about sports. And I want, you know, more people to voice their opinions, whether it's your city. You know, if you're in a different city, you want to talk um, your team or my team or whoever, you know, let's have a conversation. I, I want to learn, you know, what I don't know. And uh, and that's just to get be better as a person and everything else. So, 
you know, this that Zach Talk Sports Edition. Again, you know, the headlines in my city in Chicago, you know, Fred Hoiberg out of there. You know, time for Jim Boylan to show, show what he can do as a head coach. And um, I'm interested to see that as well. Um, the Cubs is on the rise. We're in winter meetings right now. And so hopefully Bryce Harper um, is the new addition to the Cubs. You know, I'm, I'm claiming it because, you know, more more power, more, st- more star power and more bats in the lineup that can help us to um, bring us back to the, the National League Championship Series and ultimately the World Series. Um, you know, the Bears, we are eight and four. You know, hopefully, um, you know, we have real good weeks, uh, uh, real good days of practice this week and come out and be ready for those St. Louis. Uh, no, sorry, not the St. Louis Rams, but the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be a tough test, you know, um, having, you know, uh, one of the, the top defensive players in the league on the other side of the ball, not named Khalil Mack, but Aaron Donald. You know, facing him and, um, you know, just hopefully we can do what we can to protect Mitch and uh, get the ball out. I know that um, Coach Nagy, he's going to do a great job of putting together a game plan for the Bears um, and Rams games this Sunday, uh, this Sunday night on NBC. So, uh, you know, we got a good thing going. Want to keep it going in the Chicago area and and hopefully um, have a sports scene like Boston, you know, where, where they got the Celtics, they got the Patriots, and they got, uh, you know, the, the Bruins, the Boston Bruins, the Hockey League, um, and they got the Boston Red Sox. Can't, can't forget about the Red Sox, who recently won the championship, and so, um, you know, I want to be more like those cities, you know, where we bring home the gold, and we, you know, being consistent in our winning, and consistent in the, the level of um, winning that we do. And so, uh, you know, with that being said, this is that Zach Talk Radio again, sports edition. You know, I holla.